Congratulations goes out to Rockstar Energy Husqvarna's Jason Anderson. Swept all three main events at the Ossex Open in Sydney last weekend. Captured the overall, obviously. Um, Wilson and Reardon rounded out the podium. Brayton, though, our homeboy here, finished homeboy. fourth. Had a bit of uh, bronchial bronchitis. Mm-hmm. Been, what he, been sick. He text, I think that's what he texted me, because I, I was going to get him on, but he'll be on next week, I believe, assuming he can... He can speak, but he's back in the U.S. But he finished uh, <coughs> fourth. And he got his third straight SX1 Australian Supercross Championship. So just so you know, if you don't know, Jason Anderson, Dan Reardon, Dean Wilson. The, well, actually, Reardon does, but a lot of those guys don't race the whole season. They just come yeah. over for the big, yeah. the big finale, which is the Australian X Open in Sydney. And uh, this is the this is the end of the uh, season for Brayton. So he takes he and his wife and his kids, two kids now over there um and they race and and it's uh, been quite a a uh, nice little feather in his cap makes real good money over there yeah. and, and uh chad reed finished fifth so that was a big deal i mean the, he he actually led did you see the, the the deal where he kept they have like a, a joker lane yeah he kept, he, ta- he kept he taking it, it so he gets yeah. front <laughs> yeah and, but then he got docked places I know. And, and he's like i just don't care <laughs> i love and it and you know what is that really if, what happened? Yeah, but if you're Chad Reed, so, okay. do you care? I don't know. So I was down in Baja and I was trying to watch this, and I'm like, "What is Chad Reed doing?" So anyway, in the uh, the 250 class, another local Iowa homeboy, Cameron McAdoo, he uh, he he went two 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 and in three main events for the overall. So pretty <laughs> pulled cool. off the win in his first race with the first and only race with the team. Yeah. So basically, Team Iowa has kicked everybody's butt in Australia. Down under. Pretty awesome, yeah. All right, uh, joining us now is uh, road racer Jeff May, who's uh, made a return to Moto America Motul Superbike in 2018, finished 17th place in the overall standings. Earlier this year, he finished fourth at the Daytona 200, and uh, that's a race he's he's been involved in multiple times over his career and and, uh, uh, done very well in that program as well. So he joins us again, Jeff May. What's going on, man? I don't know, man. Um, just hanging out. Got the invitation to be on tonight, so I figured, why not? Let's did you, chat with you guys. Did you dress up? No, I did not. Roman well, took his shoes lie. off in the studio. You it's can lie to us. I did not. It's the beauty of radio. You can totally lie and say, yeah, I got my tux on. <laughs> hey, man, I'm old. This is East Coast time, buddy. It's almost my bedtime. <laughs> East Coast time. Nice. So, And do we really say that you return to racing? Because you've never left racing. Uh, you've you've been racing i said he nonsense. returned to the program our program oh yeah our not program. to racing no yeah. he never left racing yeah i left for about six months and realized that wasn't for me and came back quickly that isn't even a whole season so again i would say that's not even really leaving if you don't make it a year you haven't left talk to hayes about that yeah. see what he says <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was going to be uh, a good. Uh, I was thinking as I was looking at your results from this year, and you're you're clearly in the points. Man, what? Why don't you Hayes and Rap? There's a dream team. Get an endurance bike and just go crush. I mean, there's some great endurance races out there. Free tires, I get for guys as fast as you guys. <laughs> oh man, I, I don't give away my secret, man. I've been running around with my ZX10 and my BMW all year, cleaning it up, taking all the BMW and Kawasaki money on the East Coast. <laughs> I don't want those guys to figure it out. It pays pretty good. Oh yeah, I'm talking strictly endurance because I, I I think it'd be awesome to and Corey West. Yeah, uh, Corey West would be another so guy Corey you throw in there because there's 
there's some dominant teams. Uh, well, there's two dominant teams, and they they've been around for a while in the at least in Wera at the national endurance level. And God, that's the most fun racing I think uh, when I've done uh, one or two endurance events. It's a blast. Yeah, it's it's good fun, man. I started my career doing we're endurance racing, and uh, we won the national championship that year. And I learned more in one year of doing national endurance than I think in five years of just other racing I've done. And it's just uh, I wish we had a proper series in the states with endurance racing again. It it, it would help grow uh, a lot of the up and coming talent, and you, you learn so much when you're on a motorcycle for an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. It's just time on the bike. Yeah, lap after lap. I mean, I I had one time in Virginia, I was like 45 minutes into my stint, and I realized something I was doing wrong, and I just dropped a full second lap. That's awesome. 45 minutes. I mean, that's longer than a Moto America race, and usually you're completely exhausted by that point, but that's when you start figuring stuff out and how to ride something differently to get the lap time out of the motorcycle. So so what do you mean when you say you dropped an actual second, a whole second, what is it? Can you kind of can you remember what it was that you were doing wrong? Yeah, it was the most basic thing in the world. They teach you in road racing school is to get your eyes up and look far ahead. Oh, I realized that I was looking down at the apex, and VIR has a lot of corners. I think it's like twenty four corners or something. A lot of little bends, and it's very easy to just let your eyes kind of fall down at the apexes and not get them back up. And it's a momentum track, so when you get your eyes down on the ground like that, and it just kills your roll speed in mid-corner. Get your eyes up and look way ahead. It slows everything down. and Man, it, there you go. One second a lap after being on the bike for 45 minutes. And when, you look, when you're looking forward and, you, and you're looking where – maybe this is too basic for you, but when you're, when you're looking to where you want to go, the bike just has a tendency to follow you, your eyes. And Absolutely. Yeah. I uh, rode and uh, went down to Baja – last week and rode from Takati to Cabo San Lucas on a dirt bike. And I was uh, filling my drawers at one point. I was coming around this cliff. It was straight up a cliff, and it had been a bad situation had I not gone off, if I had not made this turn. And I just, from doing track days and just knowing you look where you want to go, and I just, I mean, I'm two-wheel sliding, standing up around this corner on this pig of a motorcycle, 650r and i'm and i'm looking and i'm i mean i'm like oh my gosh and and i wrote it out obviously i'm here but guys that came up behind me they go who almost died back there and i'm like oh that was me (laughs) and it's just it's uh it's incredible what looking forward will do for you and in in all disciplines of motorcycles works man that's the way it works you know it's it's tied to your eyes and what most easily demonstrated at pick a track event, be it a track day or a race, when somebody doesn't do it, uh, when someone crashes, they generally T-bone the scene of that accident. That's when you really see the bike going where uh, the eyes are looking. Yeah, you see guys run off. You know, they get in hot and they go up and they look off the track. It's game over. Game, o- game over. See you in the seeing the cheap seats. So, what's next year looking for, looking like for you, Jeff? Uh, as the proverbial spring chicken of moto america what uh have you got anything cooking no i mean it's really strange i mean um i had an amazing year this year this was one of the craziest years racing i've had it was my 19th season straight racing and uh i raced five different motorcycles 
Um, I did the Daytona 200. I raced my Kawasaki. NRR and my BMW S1000R and Wira, CCS, Azra. Uh, I think I won every championship except for one. You can win in those and a lot of money. And then I decided to jump on board, did a couple Moto America rounds with the Omega Moto guys. And I think I did two races at Miller and Sonoma. And then I decided to tackle the final round on my BMW um, and Superbike just to see how it would fare. Uh, and then I did the Arma Vintage Festival and rode my EBR there, uh, put it on pole, and ended up having a great battle with Taylor Knapp. I got second. Um, Tommy Bridewell made it over from BSB, so that was a that was a hell. Of a oh, time. that's awesome! Yeah, so I mean, I did so many things and rode so many bikes this year, and everything just stopped. And uh, you know, it's off season. I'm, I've, I've been able to just kind of chill out for two weeks, and I'm trying to make my game plans for next year. The Daytona 200 is definitely foremost first thing on my mind right now trying to uh tackle that we tested the r6 down at the race of champions like about three four weeks ago uh won the azimuth sport bike race and got some good data it was the first time i've actually gone down there and tested uh in a long time so we're gonna get the 200 rolling i'd love to race moto america full-time i just i don't see how to make it happen at this point in time um i feel like my riding's there. My fitness is there. It's just the opportunities are few and far between. And the guys that are getting those opportunities, you know, rightly so, are the young up-and-coming guys. And, you know, they're flexible. They don't have mortgages and wives and kids and real Day jobs. jobs. Yeah, day yeah. jobs. So, um, and to be honest, man, I'm, I have so much fun club racing and coaching guys. And it's, I, I don't want to sound like I'm, well, I guess it is sandbagging a little bit, but, you know, it's it's an easy living. I go out there and make close to six hey, figures a year racing motorcycle you, and represent my sponsors well. So Take it how you can get it, Jeff. Yeah. And you, know, you are not the... Same opportunity, not Moto America. I'd be there in a heartbeat. You, you're not the first... The you're not the first or the last guy to go... Uh, to go bounty hunting, if you will. That's uh, It's the backbone of the sport. It's what... Uh, you know, got a lot of eventual pro racers into the sport was, hey, I can go make some money at it, and guys do it at the end of their careers as much as they do at the beginning. You wouldn't believe how many people don't realize that's happening, that you can actually get paid to go race a motorcycle, and I'm trying to educate these guys out there coming up in club racing, you know, buy something that from a manufacturer that's going to pay you back. It's, it makes racing sustainable. And then you never know where that's going to lead to. I mean, that was that was my story. So, and by supporting the manufacturers and buying those motorcycles that they support racing, it just helps grow the sport. Um, and I I think we need to kind of get back to that grassroots level, back to the way I came up and Josh Hayes and everybody else, Ben Speed, you name any road racer that ever did anything, and they came up club racing, bounty hunting. You know, it just it's the, the way you need to do it. You you can't shut shortcut the process by doing one year as a novice and some track days and going straight to Moto America. It's just not going to work out. Hmm. Are you living down in Atlanta? Where are you at? Yeah, I'm still in Atlanta. I've been I've been here my whole life, and uh, yeah. it's it's uh, it's good, man. I'm I'm uh, I'm in a good place in life, and my mortgage business is going great. Racing's great. I'm I'm not going anywhere as far as racing is concerned. That's for sure. I'm not going. It would be a, maybe at least ten years before. You see me disappear. Did they just lower the Fed? 
Uh, and the rates keep rising, but it's more tied to the bond market. Um, so as far as home mortgage rates go, they've been kind of fluttering along at like 4.75 on a 30-year. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's about a percent higher than it was last year at this time. And how does that affect you as a as a businessman? Honestly, it the only thing it's done is it's cut off the refinance market because everybody, you know, refinanced it could in the past two years, and so now it's a purchase market. But being in Atlanta, um, I'm sure you guys heard the news: Yamaha's moving their headquarters here. Big uh, deal there, of, yeah. A lot of businesses moving to Atlanta. The city is booming. Um, we got a lot of business in Jacksonville. Southeast is just Nashville. Big. Also, there's a lot of businesses yeah. in Nashville. Um, whatever the people. whatever the South is doing to entice business is working. A lot of people moving from the West Coast. You know, bang for the buck goes a lot farther down here. So, hey, plus we got a lot of racetracks. Man, I got five racetracks within five hours from me. So. That's what I was getting Not at. Being in Atlanta, place. you've got. You've got opportunity there within a half day's drive. You're at a lot of different places. Oh, yeah. Barber's only two hours. And your home track, of course, the big boy. Roadland's right there. VAR's five and a half. And you got Roebling, Daytona. A lot of, a lot of close stuff, man. Go uh, on your craft. How do we be involved in the 200 this year? Uh, how do you mean? I mean, it'd be like fun. Live broadcast? Nah. Oh, I'd be all for that. We could <laughs> I'd be, be all like for that. Style. We could do that, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking maybe that, or maybe we, maybe we, maybe that's part of it. Maybe we'll but we show up. We, uh, I don't know, part of your program somehow. Yeah, give me a call, man. We can discuss that. I'm, I'm always looking for sponsors and partners to team up with, and you know, do something cool and exciting. I mean, sky's the limit. Maybe we could be. Maybe we could be a partner maybe we could be uh something that we maybe added value that you bring to another partner you know what i mean mm-hmm. that kind of thing so like a uh an outlet for one of your sponsors that can you know maybe do a live show or something i, I didn't even really thought of that but i don't know it'd be, it'd be it'd be interesting we could do something cool yeah absolutely i mean i've got a lot of uh a lot a lot of help from a lot of people man that make my program go during the year and uh a lot of people to give thanks to, but we do, we do a lot of fun things. Like I said, I rode five different motorcycles this year. And, That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> it was it was fun and well rode them well. Well, Jeff, congratulations on a on a pretty darn solid year. We appreciate you coming on the show and talking about it. And let's keep in touch about the two hundred. It'll be here before you know it. Absolutely, guys. Thanks for having me on board, and I appreciate love always taking time out to chat with you guys. All right, we got to take a break. I want to thank Wiseco Performance Products, carrying a full line of forged pistons, precision forged clutch baskets, clutch hubs, crankshafts, forged connecting rods, valves, and just about anything you need for motorcycle, ATV, snowmobile, personal watercraft, outboard marine, and automobiles on the planet. For one name, one solution, visit Wiseco.com. We'll be right back. This is Vicki Golden. I was just on Pit Pass Radio. Check out Arena Cross for more of my racing. With the tremendous amount of horsepower and torque created by modern Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. 
they were able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 